0: Praise the Lord. We welcome you out to our live broadcast this Sunday, January 16, 2022. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we come before your throne of mercy, pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. Praying, Father, for the Holy Spirit to give us words to speak, and ears to hear, and hearts to apprehend this day. That your eternal truths will be so ingrained in us that we will never go left or right. But we do that which you have proposed according to your perfect will. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. we we'll continue with our series. The instrumental is taken today from our brother, Caleb Brassi. The Will of God series. Those of you who have been following us, you know today we are in item three. The first Sunday when we started was another year we started with. Last Sunday it was God's will is supreme. Today God's word is God's will. Very important to note. God's word is God's will. Next Sunday we'll see how the Old Testament prophets obeyed God. We are talking about the true prophets of God. Then the other Sunday will be God is love. Then we continue with all the other. Till up to 10, we believe. But let's go on to today's topic. God's word is God's will. The outline. God's word is God's will. Second item. The teacher of God's word. Three. Human and doctrines of demons. One. One. God's word is God's will. God wants all human beings. Believers, unbelievers, it doesn't matter to know his will. He revealed his will to humanity through Moses, the patriarchs of Israel, and the prophets of Israel. And later through his son, Jesus Christ, and his apostles and followers. The Bible, which is the book we have, contains the scripture. What is the scripture? The scripture is God speaking to us in human words. In giving human beings his word, which is God's will for human beings, God wanted them to know the truth so that they would not be in bondage to anyone, human being or spirit being. Recall how Satan deceived Eve in the garden.
1: Scripture, please. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do.
0: Praise the Lord. This is God speaking to Joshua after the death of Moses he's telling him if you want to succeed in this task of following you must study the scripture as is then meditating what do you mean by meditating that means reflecting on what you have studied or contemplating on what you have studied not just after that but then obeying the commands of god because Those commands of God in the scripture is God's will. That's the only way Joshua could run that race successfully. And that means you and I can also run that race successfully. We have to study the scriptures. We have to meditate, reflect, or contemplate what God says to
1: us in the scriptures and obey them.
0: The scripture, please. 2 Timothy
1: chapter 3. Verses 16 to 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Praise the Lord.
0: God is the inspirer of his word. That's the Holy Spirit. Always remember that. And so he's the only one who can interpret his word to succeeding generations, not human beings. So if someone doesn't have the spirit of God, he or she cannot interpret the scriptures, period. But let us go back. God knew that as his children run the rest of eternal life, they will have some missteps. Some will fall into sin. Some will allow themselves to be misled by others. Human, demons. Some will be afraid. Some will doubt. Some will give into to greed. Some will allow the voices of the enemy to distract them. We can continue going on. This scripture we just read offers the lifeline to those so afflicted or who are in doubt. It's telling you To follow the scriptures. Because that is God's will for you. Let's scripture, please.
1: Romans chapter 15, verse 4. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Praise the Lord. The scripture gives us hope. That's
0: why it's written for us. Is God's will. It's also telling us about those who obey And the reward. And it assures us. That God will bring to pass. Everything he has promised. Because God's word. Is God's will. Next item. Who is the teacher of God's word? I know we talk about teachers in churches. Or buildings called churches. But. Really, Uh, well, for lack of a better word. But truly, there's only one teacher of God's word. Let's look at what it says. Next scripture, please.
1: Acts chapter 2, verses 38 to 39. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. Praise the Lord. The gift of the Holy Spirit
0: is firstly to seal believers, to assure them that that which God has promised will come to pass. But there is another great dimension to that gift. God gave the gift to his children to enable them to learn directly from him. Do you hear what I said? God gave his children, that means when you are born again and you begin to obey his commands, that gift is to enable you to learn directly from the Holy Spirit, not from human beings or demons. Next
1: scripture, please. John chapter 16, verses 7 to 14. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Verse 13. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you.
0: Praise the Lord for the hearing of His word is the very important. We go to verse thirteen. However, when he, the Spirit of Truth, that is the Holy Spirit, has come. He will guide you into all truth. So question, was he speaking that it is going to only guide apostles or his disciples? Or to your pastors and Jews? No, he's saying he will guide you and I individually into all truth. You neglect the Holy Spirit to your peril. I neglect the Holy Spirit to my peril. God didn't want anyone to mutilate his word. Knowing what happened in Eden the garden of God, when the serpent deceived the the woman. He wants you and I to hear directly from him because the scripture is spirit-inspired, therefore it must be spirit-interpreted, not through the mediation of a human being, but through the mediation of the author of the word, God. That's why it said that he will be the teacher of his children. Because he knew that they are going to be human beings, which we are going to speak the next verse, the chapter, the next item, and demons, and Satan trying to confuse his children. So he decided, no, no, I'm going to teach them. So I'll give them the Holy Spirit. First, I assure them that they're served. If they continue doing the things I asked them to do. Number two, I will guide them myself. I will teach them. So when they hear the scripture that is already laid down, I will interpret it for them so that they walk the right way I want them to walk. Praise the Lord. Very important to know. Next scripture please.
1: John chapter 16 verse 33. These things I have spoken to you. that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Praise
0: the Lord. How do you know those who have the Holy Spirit as their teacher? <laughs> they are not wishing worship believers. They have God as their teacher. Therefore, they're different from the world. Because the indwelling Holy Spirit. The teacher of God's word cannot abide sin, and he cannot abide compromise. Those of you who continue running around with unbelievers, engaging in one thing or the other, remember that. Those who have the Holy Spirit indwelling them. Often provoke those who have the Spirit to the world. That's why when you are born again and you're on fire for the Lord, you are in trouble. Because your life of separateness from the world often attracts envy and hatred. That's why many of your friends abandoned you and shunned you. Even sometimes your parents will beat you up. Your relations will, if you are if you are still in school, abandon helping you. The attacks are both physical and spiritual. Because the Hindu and the spirit is in you. If you can only but resist and continue, he will see you through. Praise the Lord. Number three, human and doctrines of demons. Satan, remember, is your king. You see, he was the covering cherub of God. He all sharing praises to God. You and I are not the one sharing praises. You think he lies to you, he hates human beings. There are perfected techniques to derail the work of believers. Remember, they don't care about unbelievers. Unbelievers are theirs. They are their slaves. They don't care about them. They are theirs. Any day their life goes there, they are going with them. So their main effort is to derail the work of God's children. So what, what do they do? They do this by getting the eyes of God's children off God's word. If they can stop you from studying the scriptures, if they can, because they know if you study the scriptures, you know the will of God. Because they don't want you to know the will of God. So they're doing everything to make sure your eyes, you, are, you, you no longer rely on that very beautiful study of scriptures and beautiful time with the Lord. So they introduced doctrines that perfected God's word. Sorry, that perverted God's word. That means he perverted it. That means he mutilated it. He diced and sliced it. But they didn't come alone. They found within tools. And in the churches, human beings or wolves in sheep clothing, we call them, to preach this different gospel. This gospel is the one that caters to the flesh and chokes the spirit. You think it was accidental that Christ said, you can't serve God and mama. It means you can't serve the flesh and the spirit. The preponderance of false pastors, prophets, geos, buildings called churches. Oh yes, all the beautiful things you see and say, yeah, that's it. Or promoting worldliness and worldly prosperity. It's not accident, Because that is the only way they can get believers off the track. This false gospel leads to spiritual death and creates hunger for wealth and possessions and for those things that make human beings proud the pride of life achievements you want to be pastor senior pastor general Garcia. you want to be the leader of millions you want to fly in private jets you want your people to adore you that is a false gospel that is so preponderant in the world today. And so many millions, nay billions, I would even say, are you know, embracing this gospel. I don't know how many people don't realize that that is a gospel from the pits of hell. Next scripture, please.
1: Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed.
0: Praise the Lord. Proper Paul was writing this under that expression of the Holy Spirit, how many years? Nearly 2,000 years ago. That has even started at that time. But now the profession is total because almost everybody is running toward the prosperity in one form or the other. Whether avert or convert, that's all the preaching and teaching they talk about. Next scripture, please.
1: Second Peter 2, verses 1 to 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them. And bring on themselves swift destruction and many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed by covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words for a long time their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber
0: praise the lord this is a sobering scripture there were also false prophets among the people and there will be false teachers among you. saying if you had them in the past, you have them in the present, you have them in the future. They're bringing destructive heresies. There are so many of them. but the one that is the greatest cancer right now is the prosperity, stupidity going on everywhere. The demonstration of prosperity by those who claim they children of God but they are not. Anybody that subscribes to worldly prosperity does not have the Holy Spirit in him or her. Say so you had it here if you haven't been hearing or speaking for so many years. He said, Many will follow their destructive ways. Look at verse 2. Many. What are we talking today? If you have less than 1.5 billion Christians and maybe even 700,000 are subscribing to the Pentecostal prosperity doctrine. Remember, the true Pentecostal is not about prosperity. In fact, it's about poverty. It's about giving. It's about serving the Lord, as it happened in 1906. Not what you have today. There is no such thing as Pentecostalism today. What you have is New Pentecostalism, is Apostate Pentecostalism. Any Pentecostalism that preaches prosperity, worldly prosperity, is not Cannot be what God inspired in 1906. My brother Simon wouldn't put his head in a box in Los Angeles. A humble man of God. And people sold the things they had, went to a different parts of the world, serving the lost, some dying there, in Africa, in Asia, every place. Not today, no! Not your jet-only pastors and genovaciers. Not anybody that preaches today, come bring tight. Anybody that talks our word tight in the church is not a believer in Christ. Because he he or she is negating the finished work of Christ on the cross. Whereby the law was abolished. And now you have to have Christ in you working out whatever he leads and guides you. Which is the will of God in the scripture. Scripture please. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse
1: 1. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Praise the Lord. In the last times, that's where we are. They'll turn away from the true faith. What is the true
0: faith? True faith is not believing in things and your ability. True faith is in believing in God, trusting his word, because his word is his will for you and I. If you trust God and follow God, you can never give heed to deceptive spirits or teachings from human beings or from demons. Let's take
1: please. Matthew chapter 15, verses 7 to 14. Hypocrites, Well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teach as doctrines, the commandments of men. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted let them alone they are blind leaders of the blind and if the blind leads the blind both will fall into a ditch praise the lord for his word
0: but your heart is far from me verse 9 and in vain they worship me teaching us doctrines the commandments of men or commandments of human beings So not only demons and Satan bringing in doctrines from the pits of hell, but also human beings from their fleshly hearts, from their greed, from their wickedness, from their idolatry. They bring in doctrines because they want to fleece, they want to steal from their followers. Because they think their followers are stupid. But if their followers had known that God's word is his will. That is only in the scriptures that God's word is not through any other extra-biblical revelation. And most times those revelations are from demons. Because these ones don't have the Holy Spirit, they will see something in their dream. They come to the audience the next day and begin to announce it as that is the teaching from God. No, but yet they contradict scripture. If you and I are reading the scriptures, if you are not reading our Bibles, We will know what God has said. No human being will deceive you and I. Let us conclude by restating the following from the scriptures we have had today and from all we have been saying. Please pay attention. Number one, Satan will make every attempt to prevent God's children from knowing his will. Remember that. His will is not just for you. You are going to get inherited. No. There is a process to inheriting eternal life. It is that process that the enemy comes to do what? To what? Number two. Satan and his cohorts. That means evil spirits, demons, whatever. And even human beings who are his agents. We leave no stone unturned to prevent children of God from reading the Bible. Because if you read the Bible, if I read the Bible, then I will know walk God's will is. that nobody will deceive me. That way they wouldn't know the will of God and they could easily be manipulated. That's why. Once they can prevent you and I from doing that. They can manipulate us. And whatever they tell us, we believe. And we shout, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Okay, I'm saved. I'm born again. And we think that is it. No, it's not. It's not what you're saying. It's what you're doing. What you're believing. Number three. Satan and his demons have brought in doctrines, from, doctrines of demons of evil spirits, whose sole intent is to prevent God's children from having direct fellowship with God. Why do you think they are building all these beautiful edifices and attracting people every Sunday with beautiful bands, with beautiful wire, competing with the world's best orchestras? Why do you think so? They are trying to make sure you do not have direct fellowship with God. The fellowship you have with God is the one you have in your room, in your closet, alone with Him. That's the one that matters the most. If you're not having that fellowship and you're telling me every you're going to church, what church are you going to? So they have introduced this church business to distract you from having that fellowship with God. That's what they have done. When you see all the beautiful cars coming in and well dressed human beings, Everywhere and all the opulence in the church, in the building, you'll be attracted. But if you have the Holy Spirit, your spirit will rebel. Those of you who continue going, check whether you really have the Holy Spirit. Number four, say by covetousness. Covetousness is one great sign that those preaching worldly prosperity are doing Satan's bidding. Anybody that preaches the gospel of greed... That makes you, yes, if you name this, you claim it, it will come. It's from the pits of hell. Stop before God curses you because says if you preach, because when you embrace it, you're not gonna tell another brother or sister, and then you deceive that person. You have become an agent of the devil. Number five. Many of those professing to be God, especially those leaders in building called churches. Bureaucratic denomination that is with those that separated it. This one is a lady, and this one is a, the priestly class. Eh? The you know the common and sit here, and then they sit on the desk. Eh? Please, any church where they have a desk, where the so-called eh, that sit somewhere, and then you guys sit here. It's not from God, though. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he was preaching, what did he do? He was sitting among the people and preaching and teaching. But what do you have in most of your churches? Ah, you have big men and women are sitting somewhere and you people here the common people please, if they truly are children of God then the same Holy Spirit they have is the one you have and if they are truly children of God they will not sit there they will be afraid they take the honor due to God for themselves so I permit you to say any institution that has separated the laity that is the one, the common man or woman and then they are the ones. It is not of God. It is from the pits of hell. All these people, your so-called GOs and pastors who have fallen. You are fallen, your bureaucratic denominations and organizations, they are there to prevent you from having direct access to God. Because you can stay in your house and continue to minister and God will minister to you Yesterday I had a beautiful conversation with one of one of you who has this broadcast and he ministered to me. And I thank God because I knew the Lord Himself used him to minister to me. Because when you think you have suffered, when you get this young man's story. You will cry, and yet he is in the Lord. And God is working with him. And every day you run to church and say, I paid my tithe. God, God is not blessing you with that for that. If you have had this broadcast and you continue persisting, you will give account on the last day for God's money. If you continue to support these wicked men and women and are using it to deceive more people, you are responsible. The wealth that you have belongs to God 100%. So when you give 10%, you have cheated God of his 90%. Your life belongs to Christ if you are giving your life to him so allow him in your closet to guide you what you should do with his resource, including your life if those men and women who came to africa to preach the gospel or to asia if they had believed what you people are believing today what your jews and pastors are believing there would have been no salvation in africa nobody would have repented because they would have stayed in their homes and been collecting tithes and offerings one of the most important reasons number six God gave you and I the gift of the Holy Spirit. What's to counter the lies of Satan. That's why I can counter it, and I don't care. And expose the Trojan horses in the midst of believers and foreign church elders. There are so many Trojan horses. You have pastors and Jews. Some of them, most I say most of them are Trojan horses coming there to steal liberty that Christ gave you. Which is stay home. Serve God in your closest first day. He will lead you to where you will go. Or not. Exactly. What is so difficult about that? If you truly have believed that God. The Lord Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Why are you listening to men and women? Why not listen to the scriptures? Because it is in the scripture. That the will of God is for you and for me. True believers who study the word of God. Number seven and keep to the commands of Christ can never succumb to the devil's plans and lies. Take it. Sign it somewhere. If you really study the scriptures and keep the commands of Christ, you, know, you may stumble. You will never succumb to the devil's plans and lies. Because in really Christ in you. We see you, see you through. Before we conclude, Please note this very important point I want to make now. The more obedient followers of Christ study, that means the more you hearing me study and meditate on God's word, the more the Holy Spirit, the inspired of the scriptures, we continue to teach and interpret the scripture to you. The more you study and contemplate on God's word, Reflect on what you have read. The more the Holy Spirit, who is the inspire of the scriptures, we call it to teach. Not any human being. We are not teaching you here. We are exhorting you. We are guiding you to go back to your closet and meet Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. That's our business here. To exhort you. To guide you. To say, go. We have experienced it. Go and learn what we learned from him, not from another human being. True followers of Christ should know that many believers have greedy hearts. That is the problem. It's not just the leaders. Many people have greedy hearts too. So that is why they prefer the words of mere men and women over that of God. Because they have greedy hearts. Yeah, in their heart they are greedy. They didn't truly give their hearts to Christ. But, so, we blame them or we don't blame them. It's not important. But the reason you and I are going to do something I'm going to ask you to do now is this. There are many too whose greed came about after being hypnotized and brainwashed. They had good hearts, but when they went into these places, they were brainwashed or hypnotized. And greed now took over the heart that Christ had given them. That's why I'm saying you must continue to intercede for the deliverance of all the people who are being held in bondage in those churches, buildings called churches and church organizations. Because only God can deliver them from their greed. For those whose hearts were greedy, who never repented, nothing can be done unless they give their lives to Christ. But for those who came in and were brainwashed, or hypnotized, they're in bondage. They don't know. You and I must pray hard, intercede, intercede, at never give up because they are in bondage. They don't know. When you and I continue interceding for them, God by His grace will replace their greedy hearts with a heart that yearns for truth once more. Please don't forget, there are those in your own circle, those you call brothers and sisters. Parents, but natural blood brothers and sisters. Neighbors, who have greedy has to. don't hesitate to encourage them. Don't be afraid to encourage them to study the scripture and to stop taking the words of mere men and women over the top of God. It is your responsibility because you have the truth. You can no longer say you don't know. Gently remind them That they are the owners of their own souls. And not their pastors or Jews. Remind them too. That they will have no one. But themselves to blame. If they lose their souls on the last day. Because they followed human beings rather than God. Because God's will. Is his word. God's word. Is his will. God's will is in his word. And he gave these scriptures. For you and I. To learn to be at his feet so that Jesus himself will teach us again through the Holy Spirit as he taught the disciples in the Sea of Galilee and every other place. It is important. I plead with you my brothers and sisters on your knees in your heart cry out for those who are in bondage. Because unless they know and do the will of God and they can only find the will of God for their lives in the scriptures it's so only the Spirit that God will be able to use some to prompt them into the direction he wants them to go. You can't tell somebody else, this is your ministry. This is what you're supposed to do. No, or first 30 days, first 100 days. How dare you, God? You have no right. Only God can tell somebody, go on a fast. Only God can tell somebody, do this or do that. No one has that right. Oh, we declare everybody has to do this. When you do that, you do what you are. To whom you obey, you become that person's slave. That's how many have been inducted into this witchcraft. cult of personalities. I don't know why I did that part now. It wasn't part of the thing. But the Holy Spirit is great and good. We're going to sing a song. Since I've been redeemed. And since you have been redeemed. I have a song I love to sing of my Redeemer, since I've been redeemed, I will glory in the only name of God. Since I've been redeemed, I will glory in my Savior's name and in not any that of human being. A messiah who satisfies since i've been redeemed to do his will is my highest price to do his will is your highest price since i've been redeemed only the day of god's will will take us to eternal life since i've been redeemed and since you have been redeemed we must give glory to his name since you and i have been redeemed we must continue to glorify our Savior's name by doing what? Obedience. I have a witness, bright and clear, my heart, and you have, if you're a child of God, since I've been redeemed. That witness dispels every doubt and fear, since I've been redeemed. You have no reason to be afraid, because he that is in you is greater than him everything in the whole world since I've been redeemed since I've been redeemed I'll give glory to his name and you must give glory to his name we must give glory to his name we must give glory to his name and not to any human being shall we pray dear God thank you for your word today may you enshrine this in the hearts of your children And for those who are tuning in for the first time who have not known you, Lord, may you let them know that you are God and that your will you have given in the scripture. That they should go to their Bibles and read because you are there to teach them. You are there to guide them. You are there to help them. You are there to be their God because the moment they came to the cross and accepted their Son, sacrifice, you made them righteous so they can come to the throne of grace to obtain grace because your grace is more than sufficient. Help your children not to be running from pillar to post. Not to be going into places that they have no reason to go. To realize that no human being has any power except that given to him by God. And that anybody that has that kind of power will never be an intermediary between them and God because Christ is the mediator. The new covenant. Help your people, Lord, to know that studying the scriptures, meditating on it, contemplating on it, reflecting on it, Lord, is the only way they can in fellowship with you. So they will not be deceived by so many voices around them, but the ones coming from the pits of hell and from human beings who have fallen. Father, you are God. Forgive us our sins, forgive us those who have fallen. Restore them back to faith. As we intercede for men in bondage. In organized apostate Christianity. In apostate Pentecostalism. In apostate Evangelicalism. In apostate every other church organization. Father, as you rescue them. And they begin to have fellowship. May they hear your voice or see your form. Because when they do Lord, they will never be the same again. They don't apprehend the truth that you are God and your will is supreme and that your will is in your world and no one can ever contraven it and inherit eternal life. Thank you, my Father, my God. Bless everyone who has tuned in today and who will watch this broadcast or this podcast some other time in future, Lord. Bless them, so those who have not known your name, Lord, so they can know and be delivered. And those who are in bondage, that the bondage will be broken and the eyes will be opened, Lord. And Father, when they do, Lord, bless them. Bless them. Bless them, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And for those servants who are using, Lord, to promote the truth all over the world. Sometimes I go to the internet and I see things and I say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Because five years ago, such things wasn't happening. But you have created a platform that the world can hear and see and know the truth and compare truth and be able to discern the chaff from the wheat and be able to make a separate truth. Separate truth from lives. Only you, Lord, could have done it. And we give you all the praise and honor. Bless all, my Father, with your truth. Because only the truth sets free. Only the truth breaks the yoke of bondage. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father God. Praise the Lord. I'll see you next Sunday by His grace. And I plead with you again, please, continue to pray for us. I know some of you are praying. We pray for you and pray for one another. But above all, intercede for your neighbors. So that those who are in bondage, who have known the truth but failed because they were hypnotized. So they can come up from apostate Christianity and glorify God. Blessings and glory belong to you. May the Lord's countenance shine upon you all this week in Jesus' name.